Welcome back to Better or Worse Than Transformers, where we take a movie or a TV show and tell you whether it is better or worse than the most mediocre movie ever made, Michael Bay's Transformers. I'm your host, Joseph. With me are my co-hosts, Ian. Hey, guys. And Christian. What's up, y'all? Uh, this week, we'll be talking about the 2018 Best Picture winner, Shape of Water. But first, maybe let's cover some of the, the movie news. Ian, what you got for us? So, it's kind of kind of a slower week of news, but um, the first thing we, we wanted to touch on was Marvel Studios announced they're going to do six more movies, of course. Why stop now? Yeah, exactly. Because you know they make a fucking billion dollars. If, if you're printing money, why would you ever yeah, stop? Exactly. Um, I think they only have movies dated through Captain Marvel, which is correct. Well, I think 20, Avengers through twenty. No, Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah, two. You're right. That's right. So uh, Spider Man Captain two. Marvel, then Spider Man Homecoming, which is Homecoming two. I know, it's, not sure called, it's not gonna be called. It's not gonna be called Homecoming. Yeah. but that's what is um, dated as right now. Probably prom. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny actually. Um, but, I didn't. I didn't realize that they they actually go to Homecoming Dan in that movie they do of course well it's also spider-man you didn't get that i did not get that (laughs) (laughs) spider-man homecoming is a storyline in spider-man like that is a that is a a thing yeah like after secret war so nail on the head for that you know they go to homecoming it's spider-man returning to the marvel universe there's a whole bunch of right that's that's what i just assumed that it was and then uh, watching it the second time i was like oh no they actually go to a homecoming dance i'm an idiot no i figured but they're bringing him back to high school and yeah yeah spider-man 2 whatever, you know, homecoming to whatever. Prom. That's yeah, Spider Man Prom <laughs> for the sake of this podcast. Is whatever the actual name is, that's what we're gonna call it. Spider Man yeah, Prom. Spider Man Prime. Uh it's uh I think it's the last dated movie after Avengers yeah. two. Or I think untitled it's, or whatever it's Avengers called. Avengers Infinity, Infinity War May. Captain Marvel's right before that. And I think it's March. February. Mar- I think it's March. March, yeah. And then it's May's Avengers 2. And then you're right. I think it's uh, July's Spider-Man prom. And they, then... They could go so, before a year. I mean. oh, so, so, so then is it, is it six more after that or is it three yeah. more after? So six more... I believe untitled yeah. things after that. I think correct. So. Okay. Yep. Yeah. We were talking about you know maybe just speculating on what we think it could be. I don't know if you guys have any ideas, Jones. Black Panther two, definitely, undoubtedly. Uh, Captain Marvel two, also probably. Meh. Well, like, yeah, I guess it depends on how. Honestly, well it's you're right. They've never not lately. They haven't made a sequel except for the Hulk. So you're right. Captain Marvel two, probably. Guardians yeah. Volume three. Guardians definitely. three. That's three. Of another Avengers. I'm going to say Secret Avengers or West Coast Avengers or something. They're going to be different. Di- yep. It's and not it's, going to be called West Coast Avengers. I'm just, Secret I'm Avengers is possible. That is possible. Uh, Bucky Captain America movie. Probably. Oh, that Black Widow movie. And Black Widow movie. I don't know if it's going to be a Black Widow movie. Those you don't think six. so? No. There's I'm been not, a lot of traction for it. Yeah, that's I, the one that I, I hear is like going next. They hired a screenwriter and everything for we, it. We shall see. I, uh, I, I think, think it would be bad. I think they're going to. The only way you make that good is you call it. It is if Winter Soldier or Falcon, you know, or you, you make it like the spy kind of thing. Like yeah. kind of, but then it's kind of Winter Soldier. It's kind of Winter Soldier. That's the thing. Yeah. I, I think they, I think they missed their timing on the Black Widow movie. I think they're just gonna plow through with the Captain Marvel, and that's gonna be their, you know, female lead yeah. superhero, and and she's just gonna be a, a supporting character in other. Yeah. Because honestly, that Winter Soldier, she's probably the co-lead. Oh, a hundred percent. You know what I yeah. mean? So it could have been Captain America, like Ant Man, Wasp. Um, Captain America. Yes, could be a third Ant Man movie in there, but if I had to be- put it on six, those are my six movies. Yeah, I, I hope they don't do it. Th- I'm not crazy about that Ant Man Wasp. I think it's kind of it's kind of gimmicky. And but the thing with Ant Man is at least that had a, it was Edgar Wright who wrote it. Well, this yeah, is, but then this they changed be a lot. I'm pretty sure Paul Rudd and what's who's the other guy who made Anchorman? 
McKay, Adam yeah, McKay. Adam, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they definitely they, they came re- in and brought re- humor they to They rewrote it. it. But yeah. I think like the the original heist idea was all this could be. Yeah, I, yeah, like this news. I feel like comes on the back of was it the screenwriters or was it um, Kevin Feige that was talking about people are definitely gonna die. Like we're gonna lose. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He said War. like be which, careful what you wish which, for. Which which has been rampant speculation. You know that's what mm-hmm. everyone everyone knows. Everyone's assumed that. Yeah. But to have it actually confirmed by you know people who are writing and producing the movie mm-hmm. is another thing. So I think you know the the remainder of those six untitled films is, is definitely going to be relying on who comes out of uh i mean of Cap- infinity war alive i definitely think it's captain america is just set up to die on a shield kind of thing oh he's i mean he's you going know, to he's, yeah you know thor I, I don't see chris hemsworth coming back tony stark robert Downey jr is the only one who i think could pop up but robert Downey jr is like 55 years old so also they they pay him like a hundred million dollars every single time that he yeah. shows up on screen which is i feel like untenable going forward i feel like the the, the six new ones coming out of infinity war are gonna be trying to really establish those new characters mm-hmm. and who's in the new avengers the only movie that i think could be the kind of like going away or closure is guardians of the galaxy volume three yeah you yeah. could you could come out of that with a new team of guardians mm-hmm. but i think james gunn's not going to come back well, yeah uh, well james gunn's been hired to i guess direct the cosmic universe i uh, not direct it but i think or he's like oversee it, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah work with kevin feige on overseeing and, it. and i think like you could see an adam war i think they're going to do something cosmic adam uh, Captain marvel's definitely going to be in volume three i'm sure of it yeah i mean that whole superior storyline in volume two is just setting up for yeah, adam yeah, yeah. he yeah he's he's definitely going to be the bad guy or maybe the anti-hero. Yeah, it's a word I don't like. He'll either, be the, he'll either be the bad guy or the MacGuffin, the thing they're going after. Another thing we have is... Another Marvel guy. Another Marvel thing is well, John... Oh, yeah, yeah. Another, yeah. And uh, John Favreau has been hired to direct a Star Wars live-action TV show, which is going to air on the Disney streaming service. Who knew that that guy would become, like, Disney's golden boy? Like, I know. He makes Iron Man 1 and 2. He produces the Avengers films. Mm-hmm. He made the Jungle Book. He's making the Lion King. I heard he's going to make a Jungle Book too, yep. and now he's making a Star Wars TV show. Now remind me, besides like being in comedies, what did he direct before Iron Man? John Favreau. Yeah, Cowboys really, and Aliens. It, that was I want to say after. Oh yeah, Iron Man. Did he direct Swingers? He directed Swingers. Swingers. I think that's the only thing that I know of. Swingers is great. I don't I don't know of anything prior to besides Swingers. Yeah, Swingers is great, but I mostly know him as an actor. I mean, you're 100 percent right. What a weird pull for a guy yeah. who's gonna like lead your franchise or your your uh, your company into the future. Yeah, I mean, he's got a ton of pro. He even has a he even talked about doing one a movie about about the Magic Kingdom, like where the brides and crap, you know, Night of the Museum style about Magic Kingdom itself. So it's just weird to me that John Favreau oh, God, that, that would make that money. Would, that would make yeah, Disney that, so much money. Yeah, yeah, I money. mean, I want that movie. I, I mean, mean, yeah, all right. That would make some money for sure. As long as Owen Wilson isn't in it. I mean, yeah, I love Jungle fair. Book. I, I can't wait for The Lion King. The Lion King is my favorite cartoon. So, they, like, that could be great. They showed, I guess, like 10 seconds at D23 last year. Yeah. And even though they showed like whole movies and they, I think, showed an Avengers trailer like six months early, everyone said that was it. That oh, was yeah. the thing everyone remembered. Yeah, I heard they showed like the Pride Rock scene. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be. I mean, I, I think he's been in, he was in Clone Wars and he's going to be in Solo uh, as a yeah, CGI what is, character. Oh, is that what he's going to be? What is he going to be in Solo? So he obviously has some history with Star Wars and I, I like Jon Favreau. I think he makes good stuff. I'm excited for his show. I'm much more excited for him than I am the Game of Thrones guys making 100%. three movies. Yeah, or or Ryan Johnson. 
Johnson. I, I, I mean, a Ryan Johnson's trilogy, I'm okay about. I, I don't mean, know. Is that official? Is it officially doing a, a trilogy? trilogy. Yeah. From what I understand, he's making the first one, like, this summer. Uh, him and yeah, that one in, like, episode nine are going to film, like, side by side or something. Yeah. We, Man. Need, to, we need to do a Last Jedi episode at Next some week. Point. Next, Next week, week, yeah. Next week. I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about that movie. I, but yeah, we'll, we'll get see. to it. We'll get there. Um, the the Oscars. We wanted to, I guess, touch on what we thought. Some reactions. I'm just saying we were pretty dead on. It, like as as a group think, mm-hmm. I, I think we we nailed all the ones that we uh, for we not watching any of the movies. For not watching any <laughs> of the movies, we have since watched several of them. Yeah, we collectively, have, including the one who won Best Picture, which we'll get to shortly. But uh, the only thing I'm truly happy about is Gary Oldman. I'm happy about that too. And Allison CJ, Allison Jane. Yeah. Oh yeah, Allison. <laughs> I'm so glad because uh, just a couple years ago, what's his name? Uh, J.K. Simmons one for for yeah. best supporting for, yeah. for whiplash and i feel like those two are my like two favorite character actors they're kind of like male female equivalents for me for some reason oh, yeah. like it's, just, it's amazing to me that they're not together in more things because the only thing i remember is juno, juno. Yeah. yeah and they're what great about, i'm happy for del toro i'm also happy for del toro yeah. i mean he's made a lot of movies i like i like del toro and i think del toro's like his what the the bottom of his film scale is like elevated above a lot of people's i don't think he's made like outstanding movies but you know you're gonna get a fairly solid flick with guillermo del toro and yeah i, I you know I like shape of water he makes cool movies movie. like he's not just making like you know what i mean like, he makes no, movies for him yeah think, yeah you know. like he makes interesting movies i, I completely agree I, I i admire his uh pan's labyrinth well yeah well, well yeah that's fine. It's weird that you said that he doesn't yeah. make great movies because he's made one spectacularly great i will movie. okay Pacific that Grimm's one set a, the bar Pacific, it's not <laughs> spectacular Pacific is spectacular now i love that movie even more now that it's directed by an, an Oscar-winning director. It can make that claim. They're going to put out new DVD versions of it with directed by Academy Award winner. I'm pretty sure he already won an Academy Award. I think he won for Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, yeah, I think he won. We, we talked about this. Foreign I think picture. it was fa- foreign yeah. picture. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree with Ian. I like the fact that he takes, he doesn't do like safe movies. He does like these really oddball, you know, unusual mm-hmm. movies that, that I don't think anybody else would do or even, I don't know, even attempt to do. Let's They're, not go f- too far down this rabbit hole because we can hit it again when we actually talk about the movie that's true yeah it's true yeah. um uh, did you guys did you guys watch the show joseph did i think i, watched. I didn't watch jimmy it. kimmel was not funny oh the the as far yeah. as the, the they, they don't need to bring jimmy kimmel back i mean he's not terrible i i think uh i think he's a fine choice just to you just need somebody to move the fucking show along it's yeah not, uh, i just think i think the oscars as a watching experience i just don't think it appeals to a lot of people anymore it's uh, very drug it's out. so very, long very it's drug so out. long yeah it's and they drug. save the stuff you mostly care for at the end, the end which makes sense i get it from like a marketing perspective and all that but as me as a viewer like i don't yeah. care about sound editing i don't need to see you know. i don't even no. care i don't even care if we do the sound editing but like do it do it every 15 minutes do know? it do yeah. it way faster and i don't need every single original I, song no i don't need the original songs i don't need like the tributes they I mean, did so many montages maybe yeah. that's cruel they of love me, a but, montage uh, yeah i can't you know yeah there's ways no, to, with to slim it down imagine like east coast like it's like probably like 12 30 that's what i'm saying like, man. Yeah, it's at, like midnight <laughs> like that's crazy on a fucking Let's sunday move night it to, move it to new york and you know it'll just start at four in the afternoon yes. for you know people on the west there coast yeah make it make it easier for us put it on a saturday on a friday it, night yeah, yeah. No, that also is a good idea i mean here's here's why i say that and people can say oh no that's not you know that's that's a disservice to those people i lived in alaska and the nfl started at 10 o'clock in the morning which is awesome yeah that's cool <laughs> it is great that's so don't cool. complain to me about you know having to watch tv in the middle of the afternoon on a sunday yeah. it ain't that bad 
I'm if we're gonna sit through it at 11:30 p.m. and I'm gonna watch you know Guillermo del Toro and the 50 other people stand there and accept the Oscar, like you can watch it at 7:30. Yeah, you know what I mean. 100, percent dude. Yeah, it's uh, that's like watching the London games. I like football at like 10 or 11. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah, fun. Yeah. It's that's, fun. That's cool. I think the Oscars could do the same. I like the Coco one. I didn't see Coco. I watched the first half last night. My kids wouldn't like had to go to bed, so I didn't finish it. But I really liked that movie so far, and the animation is yeah. incredible in it. It's out of control. I didn't expect that much of a jump between when was the last Pixar movie I saw before that probably what's the well, one? I think the last one was Inside Out Inside yeah. Out a good dinosaur oh I, I guess Cars 3 it. Cars 3 was the Cars one Cars 3 too was the one in between I didn't see Cars 3 but so Inside oh. Out and Good Dinosaur I mean they have really good special effects but the jump between that and Coco was impressive Coco is a gorgeous film yeah Um. anything else you guys got no no they were the Oscars um, hopefully 2018's Oscars have more to offer than yeah or 2018 yeah. film 2019's Oscars whatever put some cooler movies in there we'll, we'll cover that yeah Disney drop some new trailers. Lots of Disney news. Yeah, of course, Disney. I mean, to be fair, they own, the they own about 75% of the things that we like yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, they own the world, basically. Once Fox happens, man. They drop two trailers. Um, one is, and they're kind of more... Family-oriented. Yeah, more family-oriented pictures. Uh, Christopher Robin is one of them. It's, it looks to me like a PG version of Ted. Because um, <laughs> it's got a talking bear. Yeah, about a talking bear. Uh, Christopher Robin is Winnie the Pooh. Um, I don't know. We just watched it about a couple minutes ago. I would say it looks fine. Yeah, I mean, that's Obi-Wan, right? Yeah, you and McGregor. Uh huh. Uh, Christopher, grown up Christopher Robin. Grown up Christopher Robin. It's, I mean, it's Hook. It's a guy who like lost. Yep. You know, became a family man, but then got it in, into a business and had to commit to work and stop hanging out with his family. And so the things of his youth have to return and remind him of his boyish charm. Yep. Uh, I don't think it's quite gonna be as enjoyable to watch as Hook is. But, I love Hook. I mean, I like Winnie the Pooh and. I like Ewan McGregor and Mark Gaddis, so I'll watch Christopher Robin. I am happy. I like having uh, Jim Cummings back as the voice. I feel yeah. like it would be a disservice to have anybody else he, as uh, as Pooh. Completely agree. When you hear it, like it, it does. Like, oh man, that's Pooh. Yeah. yeah, that's Pooh. Yeah. yeah, I remember watching. He had like a. I don't remember if it was like a feature tape or just like a, a fan asked him to read a bunch of lines in all of his voices, mm-hmm. and so it was like the same line in you know like thirty of, of his voices, mm-hmm. and he had Pooh, and then they had him do Ka, and he's like, I'm not going to do this again. Because Ka is essentially just evil poo. Yeah, that's hilarious. (laughs) That's funny. Mary Poppins Returns. I never thought about that. Yeah. That was the other one, right? Mary Poppins Returns? Yeah, yeah. Mary Poppins Returns, which is Emily Blunt. And it's kind of the similar thing. It's like older children. So I guess... Yeah, the two kids from the original are grown up, and I guess when does the first one take place during the Great are, are, Depression? Are we as a society having trouble recapturing our childhood? Yeah, that's what, that I mean, yeah. these are basically the same concept <laughs> movies. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm I'm assuming Mary Poppins Returns is basically just going to be Mary Poppins again. I just that yes. the instead of the it's, they're going to have whatever, their own kids. Whatever, probably. Yeah, whatever the boy's name was, it's just him yeah. as the dad now. She'll be flying on an umbrella. And, I hope, and it, I hope maybe, it's, maybe he works at a bank. She'll now. be singing know. a song. Yeah, but my only I guess my now that I'm thinking about it, my only problem with that is I would rather I would almost rather just do a Mary Poppins reboot. Yeah. Um, because I feel like if we're going to do you know Return to Mary Poppins a sequel kind of thing, we're only we're just going to get a bunch of hey remember in that first movie when we did this. Yeah. Here's a spoonful of sugar. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. It's all about nostalgia now. People love that. You know, they, they love. I mean, I enjoy it. Yeah. I, I think it'll be fun. I don't. I don't. Su- I don't. I don't really have an affiliation with Mary. Correct. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Love I don't really either. Uh, I before watching the trailer, I had initial hes- hesitations just because I feel like uh, Julie Andrews is so like inimitable. Yeah, she's in, iconic. In her, exactly. Yeah. And so um, we only get like th- maybe two seconds of uh, Emily, uh, Blunt. Emily Blunt as, as Mary Poppins in like a speaking. You know, mm-hmm. like we get to see her role 
Um, but in those two seconds, it's like, oh yeah, no, this is actually this is pretty close to. She she feels like Julie Andrews. Yeah, character she, in that I, second. I feel yeah. like she she captures the right kind of energy. Oh, and, she's definitely and presence. The, she's definitely the right choice. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm more excited. I didn't expect to be more excited, but I'm more excited having watched the trailer than I was before. Uh, that one comes out at Christmas, I think. I think yeah. Christopher Robbins in like August or September, and then yeah, I think like I think Mary Christmas. Poppins will do well. I think Mary Poppins will make a ton of money. I don't yeah, think Christopher Chris Robin will not. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I agree. They but were, I mean, I, all, I didn't think Jungle Book was going to make money. I didn't think oh, I did. Alice in Wonderland was going to make a ton of money. I, and, and did Alice in Wonderland make the a lot first of one? one? Made a billion second dollars. The second one. Oh my yeah. god! Jungle Book, I I knew. Lion King, but I'll tell you what, Lion King is going to blow. Lion King, Lion King is blow the that will, that's going to make every dollar in the world. Lion King could push for <laughs> highest grossing. I mean, people no. love. Like I, that I'm one, one of that's them. That's going to be like a Force Awakens kind of thing. It's yeah. going to be big, big. If Elton John isn't somewhere in that movie, he, him, or a Black Panther opening, he, 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 that would just went over a billion. Him and Beyonce are doing a new song for it. Oh, are they? Okay, that. that's good. Yeah, and Beyonce's Nala. I didn't figure they'd they'd bring him back Casting for like the soundtrack great. as a whole, but I, I, I just uh, best part is they brought James Earl Jones back as yeah. Mufasa. Oh, yeah. Who's who's Scar? You deliberately disobey me. Uh, Jeremy Chiu- Irons? No, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yeah. I think. Oh. Yeah, Jer- Jeremy Irons is in the original yeah. film. I hear right. um, and where did I hear? I don't know where. Good I heard. job killing that dude's name, by the way. I've, yeah, I, I, would, I just back I away from even, it. Yeah, I wouldn't even, even attempt it. it. <laughs> I practiced pre-Oscar season. Yeah, I hear he's gonna be someone. I heard it somewhere. He's gonna be like a white lion. I guess it's like a so he's gonna be think is there the weaker in the pack? That's what they're doing for the film for Scar. Scar's gonna be look different. He's gonna be like all white, like, like an albino. Yep, oh. I forget where I read that or heard hmm. that. I also Donald heard that, Glover Simba, so that's all I care about. Agreed. Yeah. And James Earl Jones. Yeah, and James Earl Jones. And uh, John Oliver is Zazu. Who are yeah, that's high- perfect. Oh, isn't isn't Seth Rogen Pumbaa? Yeah, it's Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner, I think, or yeah. Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah, that's I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Nathan they're Fillion's they're original, good. right? No. Tim, no, Timon. Timon. No, it's... Um, Who's the original Timon? Billy Crystal, right? Not Billy Crystal. It's... um. Who is it? Gosh, guys, he's from... Um, Who are the hyenas? Whoopi Goldberg's a hyena. Who are the new hyenas? Uh, what's his, uh, Whoopi Goldberg's one of them. Uh, Cheech is one of them. <laughs> and then I can't remember. There's the, who's, the, who's the last... I don't know. I like the hyenas, though. I like the hyenas, too. The one song where, like, Scar is singing to the hyenas. They might take that song out of the Jim movie. Jim Cummings Dude, no. is Ed. Oh, is he? Okay, yeah, well, he that, there you go. In the original, yeah. and Nathan Lane is Timon. That's who I meant. Yeah, oh, but Nathan Lane. Philly? Wait, who did I say? Fillion. You said. Yeah. Oh, I Fillion. meant to say Nate. That's that's where my brain was. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, Nathan Lane. Nathan Fillion is from fucking Firefly. Yeah. <laughs> of course, it's not Nathan. That is correct. <laughs> but if he was in The Lion King, it wouldn't upset me. <laughs> I'm just saying, in my revisionist brain, having not seen this movie for about 15 years, I feel like Billy Crystal could have been Timon, and it would have been the same. Yeah, they better not take out any of the song. I mean, that's the. I don't Best I, see Disney music. Like Elton John, heard, Elton, Elton John needs to do a new song. I, I heard they're not going to do all of the songs. But really, Lion King only has songs in the first half of the film. They kind of go away after, like uh, the middle. The I know tonight. there's a love well, just, song in just, the middle. Yeah, just I mean, really, just the end when he go, like comes back to Pride Rock. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that movie's yeah. That movie's gonna be good. They, gonna they, be really if they good, take out though. the songs, it's gonna be pissed. We had though. no intention. No intention of talking about the Lion King, and we've rapped about it for five <laughs> minutes now. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I don't know how we got there, you're right, but w- the other thing we want to talk about with regards to Emily Blunt was her new movie's coming out before Mary Poppins is called A Quiet Place. Yeah, it comes out in like a and month. And it's with John Krasinski. Her real life husband. Yes, and he directed it. 
Correct. The guy from the office, Jim. Yep, Jim. Um, and it looks to me, it looks awesome. It looks terrifying. Uh, it looks really cool. It's basically, it looks like you know that you're post-apocalyptic, and they found there's some sort of creature that mm-hmm. looks probably if you talk, they they hunt you. So they're yeah, probably blind, and they just react to sound. Hunt by sound. So like they're 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 signing, you know, and they're mm-hmm. they're whispering, and and then they're you know there's a scene where the kid turns on a toy and gets pretty real pretty quick on the on the trailer, but I. I I think it's going to be good. Yeah. I mean, the, the initial reactions so far have been really good. The trailer looks really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what premiered at Southwest. South by Southwest. South by Southwest. On Friday, they did a, like a, a premiere. And I think both of them, Emily Bunt and John Krasinski, were at the, at the debut. And the reviews on it are outstanding so far. I said, they're, yeah. you know, everyone's like, oh, who thought Jim could make a horror movie? Same thing you had with Jordan Peele last year and Get Out. Is, yeah, it but, looks it looks really it's a cool concept. So a lot of jump scares, I bet, because it's everyone's going to be so it's going to be the movie's going to be pitch quiet a lot. Oh yeah, sure. Silence. It's going to be I'm going to be spending the whole movie with my fingers in my yeah, ears. Yeah, that's not sarcastic. What I was going to say was when Joseph and I saw the trailer, he literally sat there with his fingers in his ears <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> the the audio part's the scariest part. You got to dim that bit, and it's not as scary. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah, the audio is definitely. I've I've watched several movies with my fingers. In my ears if the you watch time. that movie, you're a grown with man. Your, with I know your, that that's going to be a disservice to that movie because it's going to play with the audio. No, I know it. It still gets <laughs> me. It's just you know, it makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully it's good. We'll see. I don't know. I don't usually like horror movies, but I'm actually going to watch that one. That's because most of them are terrible. But yeah, I can't remember. We were talking about this. I don't know why we, we were talking about horror movies. Like which one was great? The last one we saw. I think I said It Follows was the last one I. Really, oh yeah, It Follows is so good. That's uh-huh. the last one I. I really can do a whole episode on that, that uh, movie. I mean, you don't not, you don't include like any kind of get out or no. We'll get out. Oh, you're right. No, get get out, that, that, that counts. And that, thought, one, that one's great, too. It's a very good movie. I mean, it's not so much horror as much as it's like a thriller, but... It's, it's a good movie. You're right. I hear it. And that, that counts, it. too. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Jessica Jones Season 2 just dropped on Netflix yeah. this week. I haven't week. watched it. And we, none ne- of us will ever watch it. Yeah. I, I'm kind of over the Netflix shows. I probably won't watch it. Mm-hmm. I like Kristen Ritter. I want her. I want the show to do well, but I'll, I'll let you guys. I want the I'll show to get better, and it. then I will... Yeah. I don't think it's going to be as good, because I watched the first season strictly on Purple Man... And David Tennant. Absolutely. And without him, I just have no reason to watch it. Now, I heard his episode in it is, in the second season, is outstanding. See, I'll probably watch that one episode. (laughs) I probably would watch that one episode. Kate and I watched Jessica Jones together, so I'm sure we'll watch season two together as well. But I just, 13 episodes is a a lot. It would be nice. I'm all about British television where they, like, are, yeah, like, five to ten is a season. And that that is better content. That's great. Yeah, I don't know, like the Defenders, that's what it was called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That completely lost me. I, I didn't tuned in it. for that I one, and it, to. and it was just yeah. so bad. I never finished Luke Cage or Iron Fist, so yeah. I'm a bad nerd. Yeah, I heard Iron Fist is especially bad. I oh, haven't watched that, that one. Now that I think about it, that would have been a better name for our podcast, Bad Nerds. Bad Nerds? Yeah. We can change it. Yeah. A couple new th- uh, well, a couple last things before we wrap up. Uh, Terminator is getting rebooted by James Cameron, who was who the well, original director. he's direct- not directing it. Yeah, he's, he's producing, producing it. it. Uh, the guy who did Tim Miller, who made Deadpool, Deadpool which yeah. we I've expressed my feelings on Deadpool. I feel like he does a good job with that movie. I think he really captures the character in that movie. I don't think uh, you know if if you're not. That's in, what I mean. What yeah. else did Tim Miller direct? That's my. I don't think he, he did. He did Music a really videos. cool uh, video game trailer. Or, like, intro. For what? What video what? Game? It was for a Justice League uh, video game that never got released. It wasn't the one that they did. Um, or maybe it did get released. I don't know. It's was the one, it? It's the, the one where everybody gets killed at the beginning. 
Yeah, online they are like the. Oh, are you talking about injustice? No, 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 no. It's like an online game where you like make a villain. Dude, that he did that trailer. Mm-hmm. That trailer is the best thing that's ever happened to Justice League. It's really fucking cool. If Superman just straight comes out, like Wonder Woman gets murdered, and Superman's like up in the uh, space. This is what you're talking about, yep, right? That's the one. Uh, yeah. yeah. Who killed? A freaking! I think. Look, just just watch it. You it, just. I think yeah. Sinestro murders Wonder Woman, and Superman's like up in space recharging with the sun, and it's like. The moment she dies, he opens his eyes and it's got laser eyes, and he just flies down, and starts murdering everyone. What? It's, uh, it's great. It's it is great. Watch that. Superman it loses it, huh? Yeah, well, you have to see the whole trailer. Yeah, it, it just it. it builds up to something else, and but it could be good. It's gonna start Mackenzie Davis. I like her. I want her to be become a thing. And he he's the guy who was gonna direct Devil Two, obviously, and he left. He got kicked off it. Yeah, and Mackenzie Davis. She was in. She was in the running for Domino, so I bet you that's one of the reasons they left. Well, wasn't she in? Black Mirror? Yes. She's in the best same, episode. San Junipero? Yeah, mm-hmm. the best yeah. one. Yeah. That's the only thing I really know her from, is that... Uh, uh, she's in Halt and Catch Fire, yeah. which I don't watch. She I'm, was in yeah. Blade Runner, right? Yep. And yeah. The Martian. Oh, yeah, and The Martian. Yeah. I forgot she's about the Martian. that. She's not that memorable to me. How about that? That's yeah, fair. so she's going to be... It's going to have Linda Hamilton coming back and Arnold coming back. So she's going to play a new character. I hope they just, like, kill John Connor, and then it's like... Well, what do you do now? I, mean, how that's do you, what it, that, I bet you that's what it is. I, I, just don't I bet know, you right how, off the bat, John Connor gets murdered, and it's like the whole future, you know, who knows now? So, you know what I mean? I think it's going to be something like you that. You put all your... I, I don't I don't understand how you can do that, yeah. I mean, based on, like, the rules you've set. I, I guess, the you know, who Fuck cares? It. Whatever. Yeah. It's, I'm not going to watch it, probably. I still haven't or, seen I always Genesis. Wanted, you guys seen two, Terminator 2. Yeah. yeah I always seen, wanted just that future war. You know what I mean? Where the machine stepping on skulls. See, that was like a bad version of it. And I thought that was going to be the one. Is it Christian Bale? I didn't dislike Terminator Salvation. I know a lot of people hated it, but I, you know, there, it's not Who's good. Who's the Terminator in that one? Like oh, the Terminator what's human. What's his face from Avatar? Sam, Sam Worthington. Worthington. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, he's horrible. Yeah, I don't like him. The original ending was that um, the John Connor we all knew was supposed to be a Terminator. That Sam Worthington, who is a Terminator in that movie, yeah. that he was going to become... John Connor. John Connor was going to die in like a battle, and Sam Worthington was going to become John Connor and lead the resistance against... The machines? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a way better ending. It but is. that's not what happens in the film, yeah. He fights, I, know, I know someone fights an Arnold. A young Arnold, or, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, They did a young Arnold a couple times. Yeah. It's I not, mean, it's literally the only thing they're, they're clinging on to. Yeah. I know. Uh, and they're doing a Sopranos TV prequel movie. David Chase is writing in who did Sopranos. Sopranos is one of my favorite shows. Never watched it. Yeah, well, as... as, as We've established we're bad nerds, and Christian and I have not seen The Sopranos. Sopranos is good. Um, You're a little older than us, so maybe that explains yeah, it. Yeah, it, wow. it definitely does. <laughs> age card. I know. It definitely doesn't age well. You know, it probably doesn't hold up as well. Uh, see, I don't James know. Gandolfini, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's probably... Dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's probably not fair to The Sopranos because they set that archetype so hard for that, you know, like the, the likable antihero, which I know is a word yeah. you hate. But you know they've they HBO has has built their entire formula on that. That's I mean, basically break, true. Breaking yeah. Bad is based like all uh, so many famous dramas from the last twenty years are, yeah, that, are so much based off that show. It's it's almost impossible to like go back and be like, well, it's not as good now. Well, it's like yeah, that, every everything else came out of it. Yeah, yeah. that and Dead Deadwood. 
Deadwood. Wait. Yeah, Deadwood. Yeah, Deadwood. Deadwood's yeah. great. I'll, I'll keep hearing about Deadwood movie. I hope they make it. They've been saying that for a long time. Also, long 15 time. years. I think every time Ian McShane's bank account starts to try to go a little low, <laughs> he like gets up on a podcast or an interview, and he's like, yeah, we're talking about a Dead, uh, Deadwood movie. and Yeah. It's never going to happen. Probably not. Oh, I mean, I, I guess if it's, they make a Sopranos movie, I'll watch the Sopranos, but I feel like it's a lot of TV. Oh, yeah. So Sopranos, I got off track. Sopranos movie is going to be uh, in the 60s, a prequel. And it's probably going to talk about Tony's dad and Junior, because they do a lot of flashbacks in Sopranos. So it's going to be about, and it's probably going to have like a young Paulie. Paulie's like an older guy on the show. He's really funny. Um, and you, that's they can recast it easily. So we'll is this see. supposed to be like an HBO movie or like a movie? No, I think it's going to be in release movie. like they did Honorage a few years ago because oh, that was such a big success. I bet you, success. I bet you, because he was probably, I bet he always wanted to do a movie about GMP and Infini, you know, died, mm-hmm. you know, really early, which kind of unfortunately messed that up. But we're we gonna move into the shape of water now. Yep. I'll Unless let you guys. have any more news. I don't, have, I don't have any more news. Ian, you're the news guy, so if you don't have anything, then I'm, I'm calling it quits on that. Let's but. do it. All right. All right. Yeah, we're going to do a recap of The Shape of Water. I think you're so good at it. Oh, man. I'm going to try my hardest for this film. <laughs> Tell us about the first three minutes <laughs> of the film, Christian. Well... <laughs> So you're in for a treat. Uh, no, The Shape of Water is about a woman named Eliza, I think, or Eliza. She's mute, and she Elsa. is... Elsa. Elsa? No, oh, no, it's Eliza. It's Eliza. <laughs> Elsa's from Frozen. That's uh, yeah. correct. Uh, she is mute. Oh, now I'm thinking of that movie combined with this. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> That's the Crossover. <laughs> the Shape of Ice. Uh, she's the nighttime janitorial staff at a secret government base. She's got a neighbor who, I guess paints things for like old school movie posters i never really got what he did but uh she's best friends with octavia spencer and i don't remember her character's name i just love octavia spencer and she was at work one night and they bring in this tank and it's got a blue fish man in it and she falls in love and there's the secret subplot about commies trying to steal the <laughs> the blue fish, fish man. man uh it does take place during the cuban missile crisis did you guys pick that up i did not pick up that well, up. if in the scene when they break Fishman out, JFK is on the radio talking about the positioning of nuclear weapons. Oh, I didn't, so I close didn't pick to, up yeah. on that. Okay. And yeah, uh, Michael Shannon plays the villain. He's like security officer who's responsible for the capture and uh, I guess protection of or beating the crap out of the bluefish man. And he, I think he was very good, but it all builds up to... I don't want to spoil the ending, but we'll probably get to it. So, do you want me to just spoil it now? No, no, it's fine. We'll, okay. we'll get to it. There's lots of sex and masturbating there, in it. Yeah. Uh, who plays the Russian, the, the the undercover? I don't know that guy's name. Michael, He's in a lots of stuff. He's Michael he, Michael Stuhlberg or he, something. It really upsets me because he looks so much like Walking Phoenix to he me. Does. He does look he like does. Walking Phoenix. And so Phoenix. every time that he's not Walking Phoenix, it makes me upset. Because he was also in Arrival, and, he I, kept, is in and Arrival. I kept thinking, yeah. is that Joaquin Phoenix in Arrival? It's not. Yeah. It's that fucking guy. Yeah, he's in a he lot of he's stuff. He's in uh, Boardwalk Empire. He plays, oh, who does he play? Forget. You watch a lot of HBO shows. You do. Yeah, HBO is good. I think it's fair. But, so, I mean, who wants to give their thoughts on Shape of Water? I'll let who you guys go, go ahead. I wasn't crazy about it. I mean, actually, my initial thoughts were, were pretty good. I think it's it's kind of breaks down into like four different stories for me four mm-hmm. different like acts of the story you know you get you got the first bit where it's you kind of come into eliza's life and and learn with her and through her about this secret new project that gets brought into to her facility and you know it's, it's like this kind of mystery discovery phase where she finds out that it's you know this crazy fish man thing 
I know no other way to describe it. No, it, I mean, it, we can continue to call it Abe Sapien as we yeah. as we establish. Cause oh, I'll get to that, too. The, the, the costume is almost identical. Yeah, I just like calling it the creature. Yeah, yeah. The, the creature's fine. There's Then there's the second act where she realizes, you know, she has affections for this thing mm-hmm. on some level. We have we don't get all the way there yet. Um, and then it, it turns into kind of a heist to get him out of the government facility. And then the third act is just kind of the love story between the two of them, between her and the, and the fish monster. And then the, the fourth is kind of just a climax of, mm-hmm. of all the things that have, have led up to that point. Uh, one thing, um, I, before you continue, I just wanted to, you say this, and I hadn't thought about it while we were watching it, the breakout does happen pearly, pretty early on in the movie. It's, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's only like a two-hour film, and it, that's like an hour into it. The yep. whole second half is is really him yep. out of the, the facility. Keep going, sorry. No, that's fine. But I I, uh, I don't know, I, I really like the, the the story in general. I mean, yeah, as, as you said last week, it's uh, it's, it's Beauty and the Beast. It's Beauty and the Beast with, mm-hmm. with the fish man. But I feel like it, it's done really well. I, I really felt I really felt for, uh, a, what was, what's her name? Sally Hawkins? Is that her name? Yeah, Sally Hawkins. Sally Hawkins. Yeah. She's character. great. She's yeah, great. Yeah, and, she that, and, and that's, I think that the, the the key immediately is that you experience the film very much through her. Mm-hmm. Like, was she nominated for an Oscar? She was. She and was, and yeah. having having seen this and three billboards, I'd kind of rather that she had gotten it because I think that she was. Yeah, it was. I didn't see three billboards. Like, I meant to watch it the other day, um, but. It, after watching her in it, it's it was hard for me to say someone did better than her. Right, I mean, she kills that part. And then that's and I feel like that's such an important part of what makes this movie strong is the mm-hmm. fact that you immediately connect with her and like what she's feeling, what she wants, and you want to feel and want the same things that mm-hmm. she does. And so like just on the basis of her performance alone, and Octavia Spencer's great, and Richard Jenkins is great, Michael Shannon's yeah, great. Richard I mean, Jenkins, there's just yeah. there's like a lot of great performances, and, and mm-hmm. I don't know, it, it really worked for me. I I understand it's it's one of those things where it was I, I enjoyed it and. I thought it was good and I was in it, but at the same time I was constantly aware of how weird it was. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know how those two square up, but that was that was kind of my impression of it. The what's difficult about that what, what you're talking about is there are parts of that movie that are that are really great. Mm-hmm. The the cast is it really is spectacular in it. And I love the setting. The, the Oh yeah. The use of um, this kind of weird, like Bioshock meets like Manchurian Candidate look of the whole film to me. Like I was on board with this, like super 1950s, 60s stylized, but yet also kind of like extreme. You know what I mean? To like the nth degree. Like it, 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 it didn't yeah. seem quite realistic, but also realistic enough. Right. And uh, I, I, I thought it was, uh, you know, the set is beautiful, but it is. It's such a fairy tale mm-hmm. in such a real setting and with such great acting performances that it was it's just hard to kind of mesh together ian what'd you think yeah i i I was you know watching it i was in and out of you know so i didn't get to watch the whole movie i i thought it was good though i you know i think it was good performances but it's a little too weird for me it wasn't my kind of movie i wouldn't watch it i wouldn't have watched it if we weren't doing this episode on it. and that's super fair fair. alluding to weirdness I, i was i was making a joke with Ian about the first three minutes of the film because the very beginning of the film you open on like Sally Hawkins starting her normal day mm-hmm. yeah, and she like get, gets up yeah. you know turns on a, a, a egg boiler a, an egg boiler uh, puts the eggs in goes into the bathroom sets an egg timer and then yeah. pours herself a bath and furiously masturbates <laughs> yeah <laughs> it yeah. is it is one of I, the I forgot about oddest yeah. openings it, it, it is odd it's it just you just unexpected comes out of left field I think yeah. and the that kind of I guess was a transition but to I, a little yeah bit. I like the neighbor though I thought Richard Jenkins was good no, he's really Richard good. Jenkins is yeah. very good is he never not good yeah that's that's a good question 
He's always very... He's, he's just, like, amicable. I feel like I could hang out with that guy in yeah. every role he's in. This movie, to me, though, is a, like... You know, we, we discussed a few weeks ago about how Guillermo del Toro is, like, infamous for dropping out of projects. Mm-hmm. This movie is, like, a culmination of a bunch of movies he dropped out of. And uh, I actually made a list and, 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 and discussed how... One, Beauty and the Beast, of course. You know, he, yep. was, he wanted to make Beauty and the Beast for a long time with Emma Watson before the Disney Emma Watson Beauty and the Beast happened. But this movie has a Belle and a Beast, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it even has a Lumiere... Oh, and it has a guest on in Michael Shannon. But it even has a Lumiere, a Cogsworth, and a Mrs. Potts as well. Mm-hmm. Like, the uh, Richard Jenkins character, Octavia Spencer's character, yeah. and uh, Michael... Strollberg or whatever the you know, Joaquin Phoenix light yeah. that that guy you know or they basically fill those three roles in, in bringing Belle and the Beast together the whole last sequence like in the rain and Michael Shannon does like the brief monologue in the camera where he's like I will not fail like it, mm, yeah. I could imagine him singing Kill the Beast in that moment like yeah. it felt like the end of Beauty and the Beast to me uh, the other one is Hellboy three because it's obviously Abe Sapien. Hundred um, percent. Also, Hellboy kind of only like briefly touches on it a little bit, and it's probably a little more accepting. Wait, who's Abe Sapien? Abe Sapien's the blue fish man in in the Hellboy movies. Oh, okay. Um, it's it's literally almost the exact same yeah, costume. Played by yeah. the same actor. Played by the same actor. Doug uh, Jones or something. Yeah, Doug Jones. Um, but Hellboy briefly touches on the the concept of you know a human woman dating a creature between Hellboy and Liz. like That's it's just, right, yeah, yeah. It, it is a little more accepted in that, like, no one really really questions it, where it's more questioned in this film, but it's funny to me because those concepts, again, pop up in, in an mm-hmm. earlier film of his. Another one that's a little less known is a film called The Champions, um, which is an old 60s show that he wanted to make into a modern movie. Uh, and the champions are set in the 1960s. It's about a secret government agency that's responsible for superpowered individuals. Hmm. And we could argue that instead of a superpower, we have a monster in this one. Right. Yeah. But I even kind of wonder if the character of Eliza is somewhat of a superpowered individual. She obviously has a connection to water besides just right. Ape Sapien. Like she was found by the water. Mm-hmm. Obviously, her scars, you know, ended up being, you know, they fit perfectly to become gills. She has a somewhat intimate connection with her bathtub. <laughs> Um, the, there's a whole scene on the trolley or bus or whatever, and you can't really tell if she's like controlling the beads of water there. But what really stands out to me is when her and Richard Jenkins are talking about their escape plan and he's like, well, you know, you don't know what the weather's going to be like on the 10th. And she's like, no, it will rain. Almost like she knew she Mm -hmm. made it rain or she knew it was going to rain. Like it just, I'm not saying she was, you know, a water bender, if you will, but it just, they kind of allude. (laughs) Uh, And then finally he was in charge of the, for a while, they wanted him to be in charge of the universal monster universe. And I, I kind of feel like this is his like creature from the black lagoon movie. Like a lot of those old universal monster movies deal with that. People are really the monsters Mm -hmm. and not so much the monsters are. And that's definitely true for Michael Shannon in this film. Um, Dracula is kind of like a love story and Frankenstein's monster is not really the monster. It's really Frankenstein or the people of the village. Like a lot of those themes I think are in this movie. And and I just feel like, I don't know if it was Guillermo del Toro taking all of his notes or if those were just themes because he was going to make movies about them that all kind of got poured into one. And I think that's my problem with it. I think any of those themes are fine 
to be their own movie. I just don't know that I needed a movie that's all of them together together in one. Uh, not that it's not done well, it is. I just, I think, I've just, I would rather have seen his Beauty and the Beast movie. I would rather have seen Hellboy 3. I would have rather seen him make a Frankenstein movie or a Creature from the Black Lagoon movie than a movie that's all of those movies combined. I don't know if that's really a, you know, a diss on the film, but mm. I just feel like that's why I didn't enjoy it. It just felt like more, it felt like four movies to me. See, I would, I would say that I feel like this would be, if, if Guillermo del Toro got all of the creative license that he mm. wanted, I feel like this is the Beauty and the Beast that he would make. Yeah, maybe. It yeah. definitely probably would have felt similar. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm glad you alluded to the uh, kind of unclear, like, nebulous mm-hmm. origins of, of Eliza and her connection to water. Yeah. Um, because I really liked the fact that that didn't get explained. It was mm-hmm. very just, like, vaguely alluded to. And there were, like you said, there were just some small touches that made you question, like, is there something more here? Or yeah. is it just a theme part of the movie? I don't know. But I, I really like that aspect of it. Uh, I mean, a couple days later, I, I, I just I was, like, sitting at work and I was thinking about it. And I was like, you know, we're talking about, like, this movie has, like, a fish man in it. Like, what if she's, like, a mermaid? Like, what if she's, like, Ariel? Like, what if it's not just yeah. Guillermo del Toro's not... Oh crap! Holy crap. Ariel can't talk when she's on land either. What if this is like Guillermo del Toro's like Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast? Shit, that is actually a great point. Uh, yeah, no, I have nothing. I, that's I'm, that's my peak moment right there. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, that's, so that's a good point. I, you know, what if she was a mermaid? There, let's, let's just unexpected. throw that in. Let's throw that into your list of things yeah. that are amalgamated into yeah. this movie. Yeah, it's also his Little Mermaid movie. Yeah. The other thing that struck me kind of weird is the last movie he made before this was Crimson Peak. Mm-hmm. And Crimson Peak definitely deals with taboo sexuality in that you have incest, you have like an affair, you kind of have like an arranged marriage. Like it just kind of has these, you know, weird kind of tones and in, in revolving relationships and sex. And that obviously carries over in this film. Um, definitely. Not just with Eliza and the fish man, but you're talking about you have Richard Jenkins' character is gay and it's like 1960s and he has that whole kind of like awkward interaction with the guy in the diner. And then you, you have the perspective of two different married couples and one that's kind of like old and and you know is their love life really still alive and octavia spencer and i, mm. I don't know the actor played her husband the character's name is bruce because she says a hundred times yeah um but then you also have michael shannon and his wife and like this hyper aggressive I, I don't even know how to describe it and then also he wants to have an affair he like wants to cheat on her mm-hmm. with eliza's character like it's just interesting to me that i think you're most kind of maybe still in the same headspace he was from crimson peak i just think he does them better in this movie i don't know if you guys saw that it's all crimson peak, i did not see crimson peak. it's not i good. saw crimson peak but i don't remember much about it i know it's yeah low, it's, it's low pretty forgettable it. but it, it it has like i said similar themes they're just done way better in, in shape of water than they are in in that film i don't i didn't dislike it i just it just felt like four movies to me that's fair now it feels like five yeah no 100 percent. i would say that of the the four sections that i broke it out into you know like the the discovery the heist the mm-hmm. romance and and like the climax everything worked for me except for the the romance bit and like you know the three-fourths of the way through the movie mm. i just felt like that that dragged the movie down and it took the pacing down a bit and there's that really strange what, what would you call that scene the the musical number yeah well that that brings up a whole different part that the thing i enjoyed the least was this kind of like ode to class like Hollywood right. constantly pops up. Her her and Richard Jenkins spend several scenes together watching classic Hollywood movies. And then you have this yep. yeah, big musical number. And I just, it didn't, it felt out of place. It felt very out of place. Um, 
I feel like that took me out of the movie a little yeah. bit more than, than I, I would have liked. But if you want to make a movie that's like, you know, old Hollywood feeling, but you want to end having a like instead of a Humphrey Bogart lead actor type thing you want to insert a fish man then make that movie don't make eight tenths of a movie that you know what i mean like, yeah i'm also not sure that that fish costume holds up real well especially when, in that scene in that scene yeah. <laughs> specifically i yeah that, that whole part was weird it also I, not that you know i think he did this on purpose but it kind of felt like a love letter to the academy at that point like it was like hey we're making a movie that celebrates hollywood <laughs> i like, mean that's fair just like la la land I mean, it's not quite like La La Land. La La yeah. Land is that to the absolute the whole, That's degree. the whole movie. That is the yeah. whole movie. Yeah. Uh, and, and Hail Caesar, but Hail Caesar sucks. So, yeah. I just it's, didn't care. It's not super terrible. It's, Hail Caesar? It's, I, I like Alden. Unmemorable. Alden. What's his, I don't even know how to say it. Nobody fucking knows how yeah. to say his name. And I'm yeah. never going to learn. I refuse to. I what, is the word, what is the word he has to keep saying in that movie? I, would I that it don't were. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is. Would but it were. W- would that it were. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got like that thick southern drawl. That's, yeah. That scene is, that is so a good funny. scene. Yeah. What's that, Ralph Fiennes? Ray, Ray Fiennes, Fiennes. Yeah. 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 Okay, back to Shape of Water. I mean, it's just, <laughs> I just, I'm never going to watch it again, probably. I don't know. You know, I, I would see it again, probably. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a clean two hours, and, the, and again, I feel like. It paces until, well. I feel like it paces really yeah. well. Like the, I really enjoyed the heist bit. I, I got really into it in the, in the climax scene. I like um, the supporting characters. Supporting you know, I thought I thought they were funny. You know, especially Octavia Spencer and, and yeah, she's funny. She's and, not bad in anything. No, she's not bad in anything. Yeah. yeah, though she is also Octavia Spencer in everything. That's yeah, it. it, it Michael, it's, it's Michael Shannon is also Michael Shannon in everything. Yeah. But he worked really well for this I, movie. Yeah. I was I had turned to Joseph at one point. He like said something like super dickish and i was just like neil before zod like he's zod and everything yes 100 percent. yeah no i i wouldn't watch it again i wouldn't you know like i said i probably wouldn't watch it if we weren't talking about it right but um it's fine i don't know i i actually i'm since we talked about the oscars and Mm -hmm. you know this is the best picture winner is it a great best picture winner no No. that kind of it'll it'll go towards the bottom yeah that kind of recent winners that may taint our opinion of it a little bit honestly because we saw it after that's probably true um and and i mean that kind of speaks to just the strength of movies this year in general um but going back to something that that ian said uh the other week when we we talked about it during our oscar previews i feel like to make this movie and to make it as good as it is about a love story between a woman and a fish man particularly the difference between this and beauty and the beast is the beast in in beauty and the beast at least in the disney one is endearing is, is intentionally drawn to be like mammalian you know like mm-hmm. to look like a mammal and yeah. to have like the those those features that of even, a guy right that even though he's he's a monster thing he's kind of like oh he's kind of a, a cute giant dog yeah. who's you know got a got a temper but in this it's it's a fucking fish monster who, who can't talk who can't talk he just makes a horrible scree- oh. <laughs> screeching noise and you know and like, he can only sign egg right and so and i don't know to to make to make that that romance that connection work i feel like takes good direction i feel like it, yeah, it, it takes a good story yeah. a, a competent director to make that work and not be an absolute train wreck i think that's where i i think i fall on this movie is i can respect what guillermo del toro did right and, and i think he was well deserving of the best director right yep Oscar just not for me after after watching the film because you're right there's no reason the movie should work as well as it does uh and that's entirely his doing that he, he really he figured it out and and i do think sally hawkins probably deserved an oscar for her role for uh for a character that is mute and you know has to express solely with her face and even in the way she performs sign i mean it's she's very dramatic in her sign language and really can relate tone mm-hmm. very very well i just i just don't feel like it should have been best picture and i feel like that probably 
kind of taints my opinion. Like, what, I had you, what did you pick? What would you went with? I went with I think Dunkirk. Yeah, and I, I still would pick Dunkirk over that. I stand by that. But I mean, the Academy the, doesn't ask me. I, lo- I like it out more. Of the things I've seen, I would also probably do Dunkirk, but I still want to see Lady Bird. Yeah, so I was torn between Lady Bird or um, Three Billboards the other day, but I went with Coco instead. <laughs> <laughs> None of the above. So better or worse than Transformers? I'd say definitely better than Transformers. Better. Uh, it's definitely better. Uh, Transformers will never be an Oscar winner. So yeah. Has to be better. Yeah, we can't rank uh, best picture I guess, winner. I guess we should find the most mediocre Oscar winner and start comparing Oscar oh, movies. Oh yeah, that that no, Crash oh, is the ooh. worst Oscar yeah. movie. <laughs> I really liked it the first time I saw it, and then every time after, I guess I, I don't know. I hit puberty. I got smarter. Something happened, yeah. and I was like, oh, this movie's really bad. That does happen sometimes. You you tend it, to get smarter. Matt Dillon is he in it? Yeah, they had. Yeah. I, I was reading a list. It was like the since two thousand ranking all seventeen. Yeah. And uh, it's impossible to do that list because it's always going to be no country. Yeah, at the that's one hundred percent. No it's, country, and, and it's, so it's head and shoulders above Dumb. everything else. Yeah, yeah. That's when the Coen Brothers were good. And there was another story. It was like it was like the biggest upsets. Uh huh. And the year that uh, Forrest Gump won. Oh yeah, that's crazy. Shawshank. Shawshank. Yeah, Should, Shawshank was in it. Pulp Fiction was in it. Yeah, and I think Lion King was in 94, it. Ninety four, man. It was yeah. a big like year. I would have. Definitely picked any of those movies over Forrest. See, Gump. I I don't entirely agree with that, just because I feel like Forrest Gump one is is it's it's like a an, gimmick. It's an infinitely rewatchable movie. Yeah. It's had such staying power. Yeah, Shawshank does not have that, in my opinion. I well, can't I rewatch like Shawshank. Shawshank. I, can, I Shawshank's a great movie. No, I want, I yeah, I've seen. The, I can rewatch it. Yeah, I can too. Yeah, I can't. But okay, Pulp, but I, I would have wouldn't have picked Shawshank though. I would have picked Pulp Fiction. Oh, I think both Forrest Gump and Shawshank are better than Pulp Fiction. I don't know. I I really like Pulp Fiction. Well, I, that's, that's, I guess the writing is guess so the, good in Pulp Fiction. It is. I, I would argue that the dispute that we're having now is is why it's kind of impossible to say that it was yeah. an upset. It's been because, going on for twenty four years. Because because really any one of them could have been picked, and you'd be upset yeah. that one of the other ones didn't that's win. True. Yeah, there that's was true. another big year too. Pretty recent, I forget. That oh, was the year um Dances with the Wolves beat um Goodfellas, which yeah. is just insane. I like both of those movies. I don't have I enjoy them both. I like Goodfellas more. The, the only problem I have with Dances with Wolves is it's, it's insainly long. And it could have it, it it, been like a four-part TV miniseries. It's kind of Pocahontas, too, right? Oh, it's so Pocahontas. Yeah. But. <laughs> so is Avatar. That was, that's the thing I hate about Avatar. That oh, is Pocahontas? Avatar is Pocahontas. That's not a reason to that's, hate it. That's not, the thing about... See, I would say the difference between Avatar... And, or, I mean, Dances with Wolves and Pocahontas is... Uh, Pocahontas is <laughs> more... No, 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 no. I was trying to think of the best way to say it. Like, there is obviously still a division. He doesn't, like, willingly become part of the tribe. Whereas in Dances with Wolves, like, that's his, that's basically his goal. He wants to be yeah. a part of, he wants to hunt Tatanka. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Avatar and Dances with Wolves are the exact same movie. <laughs> 100% the same. Yeah. With Unobtainium, which is the worst name for a fake metal. Like, he just couldn't. <laughs> what, what is he called? Unobtainium. <laughs> This metal, it's really hard to obtain. That is really bad. It's not a movie that's aged well. I can't believe that there's four of those coming out. We'll yeah. see. Uh, I don't they're b- filming. At they're least filming. Like, I can't believe it. Like those movies will not do well. Yeah. I don't think. I don't we, think. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand. I understand the James Cameron phenomenon. I guess it depends on aliens. how they look. We're not even Terminator Two. I'm I'm still going Aliens. What's uh, What's the one where Arnold's like a father and then he's like a secret agent at night? He did that one. I love True that. Lies. Oh, True uh, Lies. True yeah. Lies. I do love True, True Lies. Lies. It's a great is movie. Great. True Lies is very self aware, and that's what I enjoy. What else about has he even movie. done? I don't know. That also Titanic. 
Yeah, he did that. He did that dumb. Avatar. He did that dumb underwater movie. Uh, what the? Come on, guys. He didn't direct that. He produced it though. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure he directed. I don't think so. I don't think so. Fuck you guys. Wait, are you talking about a documentary? No, he's talking about the one where the like the divers are trapped in the cave. Absolutely not. Fuck that. The budget was way too small. That would have made six hundred million dollars if he directed it. I don't even remember the name of it. The the is it the abyss? No, it's not the abyss. I think it's the cave. Let's just see what he's directed. Yeah, it what? is The Abyss. Fuck you guys. The Abyss, directed by James Cameron, 1989, starring Ed Harris and some random other people I don't know. Oh, I thought you I were thought talking you were about, about a newer one. Yeah, I thought you were talking about... It's um, like about Cave Jumper. No, the yeah. other dumb underwater one. I know he's really into underwater. Yeah. Oh, he has I like... Think, I've the, never seen The Abyss. The deepest, it's not good. Okay. What Sanctum. Else Sanctum. That's what I thought you were talking about. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. He produced that one. That's what I thought. Yeah, he did direct The Abyss, and that movie's not good. But he has, like, the record. Like, he went down to the bottom of, like, the Mariana Trench or whatever. Like, he just spends all that Titanic money, like, going down to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> I fucking hate James Cameron. Yeah, I don't. I'm with you. I don't get the love. I, I, I think the Terminator movies are fun. I don't think they're great. Well, he only did Terminator 2. Right. No. I'm, he I think owns. He did, no, he, yeah, uh, I think he did one and two. Because I remember, I think he did, because Terminator oh. 1 was, like, one of his big breakout projects. Yeah, Aliens really? was the breakout. He did Aliens, aliens first. Well, no, no, he didn't do it, Aliens. He did Aliens 2. Aliens is the name of it. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, But I know, because I remember reading stories about the fact that he had to, like, gorilla shoot that, that, uh, mm-hmm. the original Terminator because he didn't get any licenses to shoot film anywhere. The only huh. way I... So he's just sneaking on to, like, empty lots and stuff to, to get shots. I believe that. He, he had, like, he was, like, the action director on the original Piranha movie. And the Ridley Scott wouldn't come back, and they were like, hey, we got this guy who, like, was made Piranha. He's, like, the cinematographer, and Ridley Scott's like, I don't care. Just do just whatever do you it. want. <laughs> and so then James Cameron got Aliens. And now Ridley Scott only makes Alien movies, so. Yep. Not good Alien movies. Yeah, crappy ones. But So next week with the release, a home release of The Last Jedi. Going to go think, over The I Last think Jedi. We're, uh, I think we're going to do Last Jedi. Yeah, I, I realized looking at our episode descriptions for the last, well, this one included, the last three episodes. We're, we're hitting, we're, we're shooting for a very small market. So let's. Uh, yeah, we're going to go big or go home. We're, we're going to go big or go home. I'm hoping that everyone's seen Star Wars Last Jedi and wants to hear our dumb opinions on it. Yep. Yeah. Last There's Jedi been some requests good. for it, so. There's been one request, but. That's some. Um, that, that is some. <laughs> that is more than none. I'm a big fan of, you know, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. yeah. Also, did you guys see anything this week? That's what I mean, you saw Coco. I watched half of Coco. Oh, you watched half of Coco. I didn't see anything this oh, week. Oh, I watched The Ritual. Oh, yeah. Did you? Uh, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. It's got the dude from that one Black Mirror episode with John Hamm, White Christmas. Yeah. And it's the other guy that's not John Hamm, the British dude. And um, I feel like he looks like Dom Hill Gleason in my head. He doesn't look like Dom Hill Gleason, <laughs> but I don't know what he looks like. Um, it's him. It's like kind of starts off like The Hangover. It's like these five guys are out like drinking and they want to go partying some more and one of them some are like married and like no i gotta go home to our wives and kids me it would be me in this situation but he talks to this other dude and they're like going into this thrift store when they walk in it's being robbed and the other guy gets killed so it's like his fault and the last thing that dude had said to the other guys was hey we should all go on a holiday and backpacking in sweden and so in his like in memory of him they go they backpacking go. in sweden and they get lost in the woods and there's this weird monster thing that makes them face their like worst nightmares or face their greatest pain or huh. something like that and so for him it's he keeps reliving the night the friend was murdered because yeah. he feels like it's his fault mm-hmm. um and they end up coming like this weird like norse cult that worships the monster and stuff like that i mean it's it sounds interesting it's it's interesting it's not great but i mean it's it's beautifully shot and uh it's it's definitely kind of a, a different concept on those traditional kind of almost like Blair Witch Project in that 
it's a monster movie in the woods, but um, there's 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 some some difference to it. It's more personalized. I think, Better or worse than Transformers? Uh, I'm gonna say worse than Transformers, just because I I mean I don't really care to watch it again. Like it it wasn't like groundbreaking for me, and it's not rewatchable. But I I did I did like it the one time I watched it. I would recommend someone check it out. Uh, Veronica, I keep wanting to see. That's the one that's supposed to be super scary, or whatever, yeah. But I haven't seen it yet. Not Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Netflix. Yeah. I watched. Uh, I got Thor Ragnarok on. I watched it on 4K. It was really good. I really believe that's the best Marvel movie of last year. Well, you can die on the, that. Jo- hill. The jokes land for me. I don't know. I. I think I. I, I got to watch more Takiti. What, what's his name? Taka Waititi. Ta- yeah, I got. Oh, watch. have you not seen what you, what we do in the shadows? No, oh, you need hilarious. to see. I feel like because if it's like I love that character. I think his name is Korg. Yeah, yeah. he's. Korg. I mean, that's my favorite part of he's the movie Korg. is those kind of jokes. Do you like Fly the Concords? Huh? Yes. Oh, yeah. Then yeah. you'll like... You'll love that movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I think... Uh, so that was cool. I, you know, Kate Blanchett's... You know, she, she's more of a badass in that, like, one scene where she takes down a bunch of Asgardians. I don't know. Or, I don't actually think that it, Kate... They, I don't think they needed to get Kate Blanchett for that role because she's she's such a filler. Like, yeah. you know, she she doesn't contribute anything besides the fact that she's a driving force to move the plot along. So That's I don't, true. I don't feel like you need to have an A-list star in that role. Of her, yeah. Yeah. Capability. She does look like she's having a blast. She it? does. Yeah. yeah. And, and I love CGI Hulk. That's the best CGI Hulk they've, they've ever done. And he's just, his lines are great, too. He gets a lot of good lines. Yeah. yeah. Jeff Goldblum's having fun. Good movie. I had fun. And Jeff then Goldblum I is the, only Jeff Goldblum. The first episode of, I think it's called Looming Tower. Oh, that's the one on Hulu? Yeah, it's a Hulu show with uh, the guy from Jeff... Uh, Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Yeah. And it's about... Like basically the lead up years lead up to nine eleven. It's about it's really highlighting on like it's the FBI and the CIA are not sharing information. Mm. Yeah, it's and one mm-hmm. of the reasons you know what I mean. So I don't know. And I watched one episode of it. It's fine, not great. Yeah, I probably won't watch more. I was with my parents watching it. Yeah, uh, I watched the newsroom and it, I saw Jeff Daniels and I was like, oh, it looks like the same guy he was in the newsroom. So. <laughs> I'm not That's gonna exactly watch it. right. I've watched the newsroom, <laughs> yeah. and I didn't love the newsroom, but no. I like Olivia Munn in the newsroom. No, <laughs> she's horrible. She's not a good actress. <laughs> Your face got so serious when you said <laughs> Olivia Munn. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at betterthantransformers at gmail.com. If you have anything that you feel like we missed or you'd like us to talk about more or you're just interested in hearing our dumb opinions on, uh, you can also reach us at Twitter at BT Transformers uh, and also on Facebook at BT Transformers. Uh, shout out to Zach Evans for our, our logos and artwork. And shout out to uh, Brian Velasquez for mm-hmm. our brand new theme. Um, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yep. Have Thanks a good week, later. guys. Bye. Bye.